welcome Jurassic fans to the 100th episode of your Rather Nerd podcast. I'm Dan, your host, and this is the man who, just like objects in the mirror, might be closer than you expect. Matthew Millen. I don't know what that means, but yes, <laughs> be careful with objects in the mirror. Well, you know that uh, reference to Jurassic Park? I mean, when they are oh, in the Oh, yeah. Right. Because last week you were the Tyrannosaurus waving to get a mate. So you're still the Tyrannosaurus. And now I, I'm the T-Rex in the mirror. Yeah. Yes, of course. And of course. Anyhow, hello, everyone. And Danny Boy, how are you today? I'm doing great, except for the fact that I lost a Pokemon in my Nuzlocke yesterday. It was a Magnezone and it just died. So, ah, we yeah. are extremely sorry. Let's take a 10 seconds of silence for his Pokemon. Oh, that's okay. I didn't even care about him. But anyways, it's pretty... <laughs> that's so hard. What just if like, say you're saying that he lost him, that like, secret, secretly he like killed him off. He was like, you know what, this like... This Pokemon's too powerful and he's like just sacrificed and he didn't want to lose any other Pokemon. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yes, and as you've already heard the voice, it's straight from a dark and dreary dungeon, Leah. There you are, mate. Hello. I'm here. Hello. Yeah, we got... How are three. things over there in your dungeon? It's been snowing. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, it's, also, it's, it's April. It, it shouldn't be snowing. Oh, we're... I'm... I'm actually sweating here because it's it's actually let's see 27 degree Celsius here and I am dying. Oh yeah, so am I. Uh, uh, you, you use uh, Celsius over there as well, right, Leo? Yeah. Well, so you know what we're talking about, because you know. Yeah, I'm always confusing people who use like Fahrenheit, and it's like. Uh, yeah. You know, whenever we have an American here, we always have to translate that back to Fahrenheit because we don't want them to think that we are dying. So that's why. Right? That's important. So what are we doing today, Matthew? Well, you guys will be talking about a movie that I've never seen. And yeah. I will be here. <laughs> yeah, I will be your live listener. Yes, indeed. And you see, this will be so much fun because that's one of my favorite dinosaur movies. It's called Walking with Dinosaurs, the movie, just so you don't get confused with the series, you know, which was uh, pretty good as well, but it's not the same thing. It's also produced by BBC, so I guess that's why they didn't even like bored by uh, changing the name. <laughs> And that was it, Leah. What was your first experience with this movie? Um, I remember, like, it was the same thing as with Dinosaur Island. It was, like, the first thing that I saw as a kid, like, it was, like, dinosaur-related. Um, it was extremely fun because it also, like, taught me about dinosaurs that didn't have, like, only scales. They had, like, feathers. And, you know, it just, it genuinely it made me, like, you know, interested because they took that more animalistic level and they made us like connect with the characters and i feel like that made me realize dinosaurs aren't just like you know godzilla or you know king kong they're not, like movie monsters just like actual animals that like uh grew a family like uh, fed their chicks i think that's how baby dinosaur would be called a chick yeah 
Um, Makes sense. Yeah, a diet and like, you know, the life repeats, just like, you know, with animals here. And it's very interesting, you know, because I feel like that's like, we never really got that before that we like have shown, you know, animals in a, anim- I mean, dinosaurs in animalistic position. No, totally. You see, it's actually even vulgar sometimes, you know, like there's poop being showered all over the place, especially in the beginning of the movie, when the main character, which comes by the name of Patch, because it's a Pecorinosaurus, so just it makes sense, right? For it to be sure. Patch sure. is an Irish lad, apparently, because that's the only kind of people that I've been, you know, knowing around the world that are called Patch. Um, but anyways. Um, oh. Yeah, and it's so interesting. So we start the movie with a paleontologist who's getting his uh, nephew and niece for a nice weekend, and he invites them over for a dig site. Okay, I didn't know that was allowed by the university. Apparently, he's um, he is allowed. Well, there he goes with the whole family then. And well, no, the older boy is not interested in paleontology because um, he's not into old stuff that is already dead. That's his wood, not mine. <laughs> well, the most ridiculous thing comes by, which is a crow that is talking to him. Yeah, I, like, uh, hmm. I'm just like talking from memory here because I wasn't able to watch this movie, but I'm like talking from memory. It was so bizarre, even as a kid, I thought it was like kind of weird, like, you know, if that happened to you in real life, you know, you just did like on your phone and all of a sudden you see like this crow just like, you know, on the car sitting there and be like, Hello, why don't you like dinosaurs? Like, he's reading your mind right there. Yeah. And the fact that he acted so casual and normal to it is like the creepiest part of the song. You see, like, every time that happens in yeah. the story, at least the character goes, Am I really talking to an animal? And then he realized that that is a talking animal, of course, because that's just a regular thing in this universe. But boy, doesn't even, you know, uh, bad. It doesn't animals. even fit flinch yeah no, it goes oh, so okay. apparently talking animals is common where he comes from oh but that's not all that's not all oh no. that's not all the crow then devolves into a dinosaur it kind of ah. like has this little you know it flies through the like um it's like forest and then like the forest starts like going back in time and like so this like the crow and like turns i, I don't like that actually but you know you can't forget the fact that that crow just talked to a human, you know? It's still distracting to then, like, appreciate the shots. Yeah, like, oh my, look at this beautiful landscape. Yeah, but how about that crow? Look at the landscape. Beautiful, <laughs> isn't it? And then... It, uh, Must have been. <laughs> now I have to deal with an Alex Hornis, because that's the final form, uh, which is actually the original form. You get the gist. Um, this Alex Hornis, first of all, this is, like, the best character, in my point of view because not only has got like a great personality, it has also got a pretty interesting accent. What the hell is that accent even, Leah? Uh, I don't, like, in my country, we had like a completely different dude voice him, so I don't oh, yeah. really know, like. <laughs> Why am I even asking that? That's so stupid, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> but no, you see, it sounds something like an Indian accent, you know, it goes, uh, pretty Indian. Of course, I'm not doing this here because it will sound offensive. I don't want to be sued. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah, so be cancelled, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, we, and we don't want to go to jail. No, so, yeah. no. I mean, we just have to leave it like right? that. 
I mean, this yeah. is how it begins. He's gonna like make an Indian accent, and that's how he's gonna lose his house. This is how it begins. Oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> wow, within five hours, that was like. Oh yes. You know, Brazilian police. It will never walk that way. <laughs> oh yeah, no. It would take at least one week for the. Yeah, for them to learn something about it, you know, from like some gossiping old lady. Anyway. So, this Alex Warners then started telling the boy, and of course us as well, a nice story about a baby Pacrinosaurus, uh, which is now being predated by a Trudontid, but he survives, of course, because he's got plot armor. Wait, 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 the crow that turned into a dinosaur starts telling the boy a story it's about so another dinosaur. Huh. Yeah, that's why I told you to watch the movie, but as you haven't, this is even bad. <laughs> no, no, carry on, I am I am enjoying the the trip. Okay, so, um, boys then saved, not the human boy, the uh, dinosaur boy, uh, Patchy. He's saved by his father, whose name is Bodust, which is um, pretty impressive, actually. Look at that, Bodust. Then we have um, yeah, like Bojack Horseman, but with dust. Yeah, isn't that so masculine? I guess that's what it's supposed to be. Interesting. It's an interesting name, I would say. It is. Yeah. Of course. Oh boy. And then we have like a whole commotion of prehistoric creatures, two of them pooping on him, which is yeah. I also like thought that was also like kind of weird as a kid, like. You know, okay, that happens in nature. Like, like you know, droplings do fall on like small creatures. But you know, was this like shown for comedic effect? Was this shown like as a, a random gag? Like, I don't understand why this was shown. No, I do believe it's supposed to be a, a gag, but either way, why do we need to bizarre? What were they on when they decided to write the show? Yeah. No, you know, you know what makes it disturbing? It's not the fact that it's a gag. It's the fact that it's so such a realistic poop, <laughs> and it makes you disturbed because this is a hyper-realistic movie, and you're just, you know, it's not even like cartoony that you can laugh about it. It's actually like, what am I watching? No, you know what it was. That must be real poop. That actually is real poop. Oh. You know, Lovely. Yeah, the producer came home with that. Um, but anyways, you know, we're skipping the poop. We have then a patch growing on, and see they start going south and north. And just like oh, yeah, the- we forgot to mention, he gets like a little hole in his crest. Ah, yeah. You want to talk about the hole? Um, yeah, because like that's pretty important to the plot. Like basically yeah. because of uh, Trudon. I think it was a Trudon, right? It was. Yeah, that bit him, like, basically he got, like, a hole from the, like, the tooth. And basically, it's like a... Depends how you want to see it, like, uh, advantage to disadvantage. <laughs> I, I kind of do like that, because it feels like you give some character to an animal. Because, like, same with Broken Jaw. Like, I don't think people would remember him if he was just like you know a normal dinosaur like no totally you gotta yeah no one would you know, remember like normal jaw but broken jaw oh yeah oh yes ah, yeah that one guy back from the hood yeah you know um what is up with documentaries and like breaking dinosaurs in pieces you ever watched uh those dino planet documentaries there is a velociraptor who goes by the name of broken arm 
don't ever try to do that with a person, with a disabled person. Why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is a guy here who doesn't have an arm, you know, he's a neighbor of mine, and people call him arm, which is pretty crude if you think about it. Yeah. Weird. That's, <laughs> right? That shouldn't be done. So, why do you do that to an animal? Like, oh, yeah, he's got like a disability. Let's call him by that. He's now a broken arm. That's yeah, because that's how life is. Oh, okay. So, anyways, now that we have the who explained, you know, because that's pretty important for the future of this plot. Anyways, so we now have some shipping, which is unnecessary, totally unnecessary in my point of view. Yes. It's like, you know, the thing is, the, the issue I have with this movie, they're like trying to be an animal documentary, but they always, they also want to be like a, um, like make, make them be characters, like movie characters. And I don't like that mm-hmm. because they're supposed to be animals. And they're like, you know, having these interactions you would see in like a romance movie. And it's like, no, dinosaurs would like, mostly either try to like, you know, um, like try to, you know, um, what's it called? When a mate tries to like imp- uh, impress, what well, like he probably would try to impress a female, but not like, you know, compliment her because dinosaurs cannot do that. Like, I'm sorry, dinosaurs can't really flirt. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine a dinosaur flirting. It would be weird. Hello, Triceratops. Your your horns are so beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you listened to our latest episode, but apparently, among the things that Tyrannosaurus did with their arms was uh, something that Matthew Millen is pretty used to doing now, right, Matthew? What? No. <laughs> no, a waving. And you know, waving oh, yeah. to get partners. Yeah, so you see, that was in a serious paleontological journal, and we simply can't get over it. Yeah, imagine the T Rex so is there, and then, hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can totally imagine that. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, imagine like a little chick, you know, when like little birds like start, you know, flapping their wings, like, you know, mm-hmm. like this. Just imagine like a baby chick, like little baby T-Rex, you know, when mom comes to feed it, it's like... Yeah, like it's just flatulent yeah. and it starts yeah. clapping. <laughs> yes. Oh, terrible. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so you see, but at least there's no sexism here because not just the male compliment the female, it goes the other way as well. So, at least, there's no sexism, I know. She goes like, hey, that's a pretty nice hoe. Wow, you can whistle through your head? <laughs> I mean, <perhaps>. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, nice one. Yeah. Uh, well, y'all can only imagine what is in, like, Matthew's mind now, how he's trying to describe that movie to himself. <laughs> Amazing. Well, so you see, oh boy, you know what? We didn't mention Scala, who's um, Patch's brother. He's pretty important for this as well. So, uh, you know, he's the big bully in this story. He's the one that goes like, what? No, come on. You can't possibly think that this is impressive. I I really don't like that. It just makes them look like anime characters. I really don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they put too much character. Like, animals are not gonna, you know, yeah, you know, there are animals that are gonna be like, oh, 
yeah, you're smaller. We're just not not gonna feed the weak or like you know they're gonna be bullied. But now they're like a kid, you know, like wearing the straight jacket, you know, like walking up to you and be like, hey, kids. Yeah. Oh <laughs> you know? no, totally. But I mean, you, you see, like having the animals just being animalistic, that would be so niche of an interest. Because we yeah. would be so interested of watching these documentaries, just like was Dino Planet. You know, every dinosaur, every individual, even they had their own personality. Because animals, well, they do have different personalities, right? We are cat owners. We know what we're talking about here. Um, but seriously, so few people would be watching this if it was was just a literal document. So true. I guess mm. they had to yeah. do something like that. Yeah, so it would be more interesting to kids, especially. Put in the fact that the original walking with dinosaurs, like maybe today's kids wouldn't really be as interested because you know now it's not like it's not on TV because you know back in the day it was like constant like walking with dinosaurs, like the series. Lots of people watched uh, walking with dinosaurs despite like having a uh, narrator instead of like vo uh, voice actors. Sure. And. I feel like this movie kind of didn't need voice actors. Like they kind of, you know, again personalized like dinosaurs too much, giving too much like personality. And it's like, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, perhaps just we're not the um, the target audience because I was no longer a kid. You were a kid, Leah, but you were, were pr a pretty special kid. You were too smart for our age. So, oh, yes. <laughs> so you were not the target audience either. You know, they were trying to go for some I don't know, all the kids, those there. Hey, look, they talk, oh, they love each other. Oh, they're so cute. That kind of kid, I guess. Yeah. Matthew? Sure. You're just I guess it by. makes sense. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm here trying to digest I mean, all this honest, information. We all just want to see dinosaurs. Like, we, no matter how, like, you know, whatever type of a movie it is, we just want to watch dinosaurs. Like, when I was a kid, I would... Anything that was like dinosaur related, I would watch it and be like, wow, that's the best movie ever. 10 out of 10, you know, it didn't matter yeah. how, like, what way it was. Oh, certainly. I mean, look at that last movie that we did a review on, which was uh, Dinosaur Island. It was not an island, it was a mesa. Anyways, um, there were so many people who commented on that video, you know, they were like, ah, yes, I still have that DVD. I watched that as a kid. That, that was... made me so happy. Like, not gonna lie, it made me like, you know, it made me feel like I just opened so many like memories for people. It made me so happy. Right. And there was even a, a nice. comment in, in Persian. I had to translate that. It was so freaking difficult because there's apparently no like dictionary in Persian in the entire internet. I had to search for so many hours. But when I finally found it, oh. that comment said that they had that as a kid as well. So, oh, you know, it is pretty well nice. known. Like worldwide, so it's great to have so that, right? It was like a, it was like basically worldwide translated, but it went so much under the radar, and yeah. I find this very strange because if they made so many copies like with different language, you know, why is it so unknown? Like that's so that's what I don't get. Nah, yeah. totally. Indeed. And, and I mean, that video just got like 6,000 plays on Instagram. So, and 35 comments of several people saying that they had. There was also a guy saying that he had like never watched that and that he won't, but it's just a sucker. Let's move on. So, 
Uh, now this story just, you know, we fast forward a few years, I guess, because uh, Alex Horner, he goes like, yeah, they, they went south and then north, back south and then back north. Um, when we go back to the characters, they are already a little older, which I appreciate. I mean, there was nothing much to be told during that time. So it will be just mm. pretty repetitive. Um, and now we are back to males being ridiculous and uh, stupid guys because they are headbutting each other, trying to get the control over the band. Well, guess, sure. yeah. So in this meantime, we have uh, the death of Bodus. I guess I didn't tell about that, right? Their father, he gets killed. No, why do you <laughs> do this to me? Leah, you want to describe that death? Uh, you, you mean uh, um, when their father dies? Yeah. Oh, basically, I, I know that was like a forest fire from what I remember and their father was like fighting some carnivore Yeah. and they went under a log and somehow fire didn't reach them. I don't know how, but it didn't. So they oh. survived there, um, like the two brothers. Surprisingly, like, you know, they were supportive of each other. Like the brother wasn't such a big bully because he understood like, you know, that that like they should protect each other, you know? So, um, but yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Alex Cowler in a way there, there's a good balance in his personality. It's just like Sarah. Remember like, what was the <laughs> that movie again? Um, Land Before Time. Remember? Yeah. Well, so remember Sarah, the Theratopsian, the Theratops? She was yeah. pretty arrogant, but sometimes she was pretty nice as well. So with the scholar is this very same thing. We, we already know that you know in the future, in the future of this plot, is going to repent and like, okay, that's okay. You are the leader now. I'm no longer in your way. Uh, and now he's trying to protect his brother. So I guess that there's still something good in that guy, <laughs> and we could just hide him. We can. But sure. There's no reason to. The thing is, we get this, and then like, um, I don't know how many minutes later this, like when they are fighting to be like the alpha, he almost like killed him. Like I think the girl character had to like stop him before he like actually killed him. And yeah. it's like, from what I remember, like that is, and that's like, you know, you can't just change a character. Like if you like, if he has like, you know, the mean spirit, but he cares about his brother because like they went through, you know, pain, like of losing their father. You can't do that. Like, you know, making him now be so angry. He's gonna like kill his brother. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, just because color is so into tradition, you know? So Matthew, just for you to understand what happens here. So they are already grown and Skull is the leader of the band because he defeated well, not his father, of course, because he's, you know, passed away. But uh, uh, rather, the new leader, which was called the Coronal, something like that. It was uh, a, a military term, something I can't remember. <laughs> well, the sergeant, Colonel, Corona, anything like that, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, he's like a, a big old army guy. And then uh, he gets defeated by a scholar because Corona is a, a pretty old guy. Mm. Then... I was color, you know, he leads the band into a frozen lake in the middle of spring. And Patch is like, well, this is dangerous. I'm actually leading the band away from this. Well, who does it? Scala gets mad at him, despite the fact that he saved the band. And now he's promised to destroy him and get the band back, including the girl, Juniper. Oh yeah, that's, his, that's her name, by the way. <laughs> There's a whole lot of information. 
That's wow. a lot of names for dinosaurs. And they, 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 they were inspired when creating characters there. Right? Oh boy. So no, um, the point is that after this they have a fight because Patch can't hold himself either and then, well, Scala almost kills him. Oh, good. Yeah. And they just leave him there. They just like kind of leave him there and leave. It's like, okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, his brother and his uh, ex, uh, you know, so <laughs> how come they have reached that point, right? But you know, uh, such good people. Of course. So the, the girl also like just left them there. You know, she didn't hesitate. Like she hesitated a bit, but then she was like, "Nah, you know, I'm just like gonna go." It's like you guys knew each other from childhood, aren't you? Like gonna, you know, help him, or you're not not caring that much about him? Yeah, and I mean, he tries to go and retrieve her. Why did you do that? She just abandoned you to die. Yeah. She's that. such an uh, immoral woman, kids, because that's what we say here. She's such an immoral yeah, woman. We don't swear. <laughs> At least not in front of our audience. Yeah, let's just stop guest. recording. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so this is it. Then he goes back and guess who's that? Well, Google Soros is. They're trying to kill the band once more. This time, patches that to Sivan. How does he Sivan again, Leah? Uh, uh, um, you mean like when he's about to be scavenged? Uh, yeah, well, that's that part as well, if you want to comment on that. <laughs> well, he's just sort of laying, you know, and also he has like, you know, that friendship is magic moment where he's like, you know, friendship and, and bravery and stuff like that. And yeah. he's just, you know, having inspirational moments to get up and, and hear his like bird pal is cheering him on. It's, you know, epic, you know. <laughs> wow. And, and then he like, you know, gets up and like, kind of, you know, gets the... It was Gorgosaurus, right? It was, it was a Gorgosaurus. Yeah, uh, like he gets him away. And then he's just there like, you know, all of a sudden he's like good again, you know. He was just laying there for like a couple of hours, like no food or drink, and he just gets up and he's all fine, like... <laughs> it's the power of friendship. Yep, power of friendship. Right? That's, that's what it is. Yeah, it even affects the documentaries. But anyways, point is that now he's going back, trying to defend the whole band from Google Sources. Scala, he's just about to be... Well, mold by a band of gogosauruses. And then, well, in comes the hole. The hole is important there. Because, well, you know, he tackles the first gogosaurus. And when the carnival, for some reason, gets his arm into the hole, well, Patch kind of like flicks his head. And as the arm is stuck into the hole, well, it's broken now. So the carnival is completely defenseless. And then he gets tackled once, twice, and one tooth goes flying out of his mouth. <laughs> it's totally wacky. Nice. It's so weird. It like got conveniently like its arm in there, but I'm not gonna question it. You know, that's that's. I'm gonna stop questioning it. Um, but, just but accept I, it. <laughs> just accept it. But what I do like about that, like the hole it has in its crest, is basically his bird friend sits on there. And it's like, you can see when he like grows, 
like his birthfriend has more and more space in there and i feel like this is like a really good storytelling like in my opinion yeah that's totally great and see especially because uh, his friend said when uh, he was just a baby that um that hole will one day be filled with greatness and then one day he sits in the hole and goes see i told you it will be filled with greatness <laughs> that's sure. awesome I, i totally love that oh man So yeah, yeah. So uh, that is the end. There are some pretty gorgeous moments in this movie, but I gotta tell you, uh, what is the grade for this movie? Yeah, one out of ten. No, I wouldn't rate it that low. I would say it fully depends because, like, we gotta put in account that this is supposed to be like the movie of a really like huge series. You know, like sure. the series that like made dinosaur fans, but also we gotta put it. You know. I didn't see the series before and I can't really judge because I don't know the people that did watch like the Walking with Dinosaur series have a big grudge against this movie. <laughs> I don't have it as big, but like I heard people that like the series like really don't like this movie. But personally I think it's fun. It's like okay, it's not the best, but it's fun. Yeah, certainly not the best. You know, I've already watched the whole series and I am not profoundly affected by it. It's not like I am offended by a bloody movie. Come on, folks, be reasonable. But then again, it's the so best way I can describe it is like it's fine as its own movie, but it's very unnecessary that's re related with walking with dinosaurs. Yeah, because I mean, they, just give them a different it doesn't really have anything in common with it like you know there are different genres one is a documentary the other one's more of a like storytelling and has more like cinematic appeal and i feel like that kind of you know uh, <laughs> it's kind of uh, <laughs> can't really say much about oh, it yeah see i totally get it because there are some um sounds there pretty much describe our feel right and that is um an interesting sound when we are so uncomfortable uh, about feeling something like eh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just meh i would give it a, a an eight out of ten you know, because i loved it and i have already watched the whole series and when it compares the series like the realism uh, at least of the graphics is awesome it's i would also say that it's like I would say the graphics itself, like the CGI, is really good. Like, if I wanted to watch this movie, I would watch it purely because of CGI, because it's just so on point. I would like, definitely, you know, just beautiful. Yeah, totally. Um, so, Matthew, let me just ask you something. If you asked then to watch the movie now, based on this very thorough description, very careful one, would you do it? Definitely. <laughs> okay, good. I would. <laughs> I haven't watched it, and I would already give it like eight dot five. So yeah. Oh, that that grade might lower a bit when you actually watch. <laughs> But that's all right. That's totally okay. Anyways, so thank you again, Jurassic fans, for this very special episode. As I told you, this is number a hundred in our portfolio. So. Thanks again for bringing us here. You know, it was just because of few listeners that have been doing this for over a year now. Because we've been recording since September 2019, 2020. Matthew, do you remember? I think it's 19. 
Yeah, because I simply can't remember. <laughs> but then we, uh, just, I can. we, we could I can't just, either. Yeah, like a lot lighter just because it didn't have the uh, profile picture. Then Paleo Boy. Oh yes, Paleo Boy, the Forgotten One. Leo, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram under, um, I think that's a dash. Yeah, is, that's is it Dash Paracuna Dash. Because Instagram is being a very big meanie right now and doesn't like um, content creators. Um, but yeah, you can check my art there. I'm like about to post some stuff, but, but I always forget. And then I, like, when I remember myself, like to take a picture of my drawing, it's like too late. And then like the lighting is very bad. And I'm like, you know what? I, I can't do this. It will look bad. And then I remember it again the next day. Well, happens to the best of us. Have you guys ever seen like that sounds uh, dinosauria series? Oh boy. That sounds like an idea for a great review. <laughs> no. Oh no, 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 